Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hope Show. The Mark Hope Show. Filled with wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fishfane. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Good morning, Las Vegas. How's everybody doing? Oh, man, what a night of professional wrestling we had last night. Dear Lord. I don't know if anybody in the wrestling media got any sleep last night because it was it was pretty crazy. We had the Elimination Chamber and... Of course, uh, the incredible match with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn going off. And then, of course, uh, there was more. If you missed it, the uh, New Japan uh, Battle in the Valley was here in the U.S. last night as well. Kind of got started towards the end of Elimination Chamber, and then that rolled on yesterday evening, too. And uh, just, wow. This is a... An unbelievable time to be a wrestling fan, and uh, we've got it all for you here on the Mark Hoke Show. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Hoke. I'm flying solo for a little bit here. We're going to have Joe DeFalco, uh, one of our co-hosts, coming on here later in the show. But we are jam-packed today. This is going to be an amazing show, and you have the chance to win some amazing prizes today, too. That's right. We've got two giveaways for you. Courtesy of the Mark Hoke Show. This is going to be awesome. Uh, first guest today, we're going to be joined by Fightful.com's Jeremy Lambert, uh, one of the great writers over there. Uh, Jeremy's done some great work covering the show, and we're going to be thrilled to have him coming on the Mark Hoke Show in just a little bit. We'll have him in about, uh, about 12 or 14 minutes-ish, somewhere in there. And then the second hour, we're going to be joined by Deanna Perrazzo, the two-time Impact Knockouts Women's Champion, former Ring of Honor World Champion, Women's Champion, of course, and, of course, they also won the AAA Reina, the Reina's Championship, the big promotion, one of the big promotions down there in Mexico. So, of course, she's also been in WWE and made appearances on AEW as well. So, Deanna Peraza is going to be joining us, and she's going to be talking to us about what we've got going on here in Vegas this coming weekend. This Impact Wrestling is going to be in town at the at Sam's Club. This is going to be a terrific three-day event coming up that you cannot miss. Impact Wrestling, of course, you know, we've you know, they've been around for a long time, you know, different uh, forms like TNA and so on, but they have got an amazing roster right now and you cannot miss this no surrender pay-per-view on Friday night at Sam's Town starting at 5 o'clock Pacific time. And then on Saturday and Sunday, they'll have their Impact TV tapings fallout to, from No Surrender. That will be on Saturday and Sunday, also at Sam's Town. Those tapings are at 7 o'clock. And we're going to have some tickets to give away for you for that, too. Main event, world champion Josh Alexander taking on Rich Swan. That is going to be fantastic. And so many more amazing matches on the card. So you want to check that out, go to impactwrestling.com backslash events, and you can get tickets for either night. 
or for either the three nights, excuse me. And uh, of course, you can get a three pack as well. And if you can't make it, you can always watch it uh, on the internet at Impact Plus and YouTube for Impact Ultimate Insiders. So you can get those tickets at Ticketmaster.com or pop in at Sam's Club. Or Sam's Town, <laughs> not Sam's Club. That won't work. Sam's Town is the answer to that question. So that'll be a lot of fun. The other giveaway we have today, we are very excited that the Vegas Toy Show that's going to be here in town on March 4th and 5th. And if you've never been to the to the Vegas Toy Show, it's a pretty amazing time. Uh, we've got uh, all sorts of toys, comics, celebrities are going to be down there and for the next two weeks, we're going to be giving away on the show photo op with Sergeant Slaughter, the former WWE world champion and uh, wrestling legend, is going to be there. And we are going to be giving away a photo op and two-day passes to see the Sarge. So if you want to meet Sergeant Slaughter, we're going to give that away in the second hour. So make sure you tune in for that as well. Uh, but the Vegas Toy Show at the Ahern Convention Center uh, coming up here on March 4th and 5th. And uh, all sorts of great celebrities are going to be there, too. Uh, Ron Perlman, uh, Peter, who's uh, Hellboy. Peter Cullen, who's the voice of Optimus Prime. Catherine Bach and Tom Wopat from the Dukes of Hazard is going to be there. Larry Kenny, the voice of Lino. And Eric Estrada from Chips. Boy, is that going to be fun. So you can check that out at VegasToyShow.com. All right, so well, we got a, we got a couple minutes. We'll give you a fast rundown on what happened at Elimination Chamber last night, and then we will get on a hold of uh, of Jeremy Barnett from Fightful dot com to uh, discuss everything that happened yesterday and a whole lot more. Of course, uh, we'll start off with the opening match. We had the women's Elimination Chamber match. If you don't know what the Elimination Chamber is, it is a large domed structure that goes over the Top of the ring, chain links, all sorts of nasty stuff there. But six wrestlers are in that match. Two of them start in the ring. Four start in these fiber or these uh, yeah fiberglass pods that uh, randomly one comes out every few minutes until everyone's in the match, and you keep eliminating wrestlers until there's only one still standing. Women's match was for a shot at the Raw Women's Championship to wrestle Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Won by Asuka. Pretty interest, pretty decent match. Uh, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, and Carmella in there as well. But Asuka, with her old new persona, has taken that down, and she will be headed to WrestleMania in a pretty solid match to take on Bianca Belair. Then we have Brock Lesnar. Of course, you MMA fans may know Brock from, of course, he was UFC heavyweight champion, taking on another guy that was a former MMA fighter, Bobby Lashley, last night. And this one, a somewhat inconclusive finish as Brock Lesnar was caught in the hurt lock. That's a full Nelson that Bobby Lashley put on Lesnar. And Lesnar low-blowed him and took care of that. It gets a disqualification, so... Bobby Lashley gets a win, but uh, not the one he wanted. And so I'm guessing we will be seeing a rematch for that at WrestleMania coming up. Mixed tag team match. Edge and Beth Phoenix took on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley last night. Uh, 
pretty wild match. Some interesting spots. The the ladies getting in some moves on the guys and a little shatter machine double team action for Edge and Beth Phoenix on Finn Balor as they get the victory. Rhea Ripley looked great last night. So she is getting ready for her match with Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title at WrestleMania. But a terrific match out of those four. Then we had the men's elimination chamber match, which was for the United States Heavyweight Championship. First time the U.S. title had been competed for in this one. And uh, some breakout performances and a maintaining of the championship. Uh, as we had Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, and Montez Ford from the Street Profits getting the job done in there. But uh, those three fell to Damian Priest. And then Austin Theory and Seth Rollins, the final two remaining, the champion Austin Theory Theory got to enjoy Logan Paul, the internet sensation, coming in and attacking, getting into the cage, attacking Seth Rollins. And Theory takes advantage, gets the pinfall victory. And Austin Theory continues on as he will be taking the United States Championship probably into WrestleMania. But it looks like he and Edge are going to hook it up on Monday Night Raw on Monday, so that should be a pretty good match. But Austin Theory are winner there. And then, of course, we had the main event, probably the craziest crowd I think I may have ever seen. As Sami Zayn in his hometown of Montreal, after being ousted from the bloodline, takes on Roman Reigns. A five-minute stare down to open this match before anything even happened because the crowd was that insane for Sammy. But in the end, after tons of interference and ref bumps and all sorts of craziness, Roman Reigns escapes Montreal with the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. So Roman Reigns continues on, but this is certainly not going to be over. Kevin Owens came out and helped out Sammy after Jimmy... Uso, the, the cousin of Roman Reigns, member of the Bloodline, uh, got in after a referee was knocked out and attacked Sammy. And then Jay, his brother, who has been torn through this whole thing, got in and would not strike Sammy with a chair. Just this plot line just gets crazier and crazier. But in the end, a somewhat dissatisfying finish for a lot of people in terms of just the story, not the match itself. But the story, Roman Reigns is still your WWE champion. So a pretty interesting night at Elimination Chamber, and we are going to talk about that. And, of course, the New Japan Battle in the Valley as well, where former Sasha Banks, now Mercedes Monet, is the new New Japan Women's Champion. And we'll get to talk about that with our good friend Jeremy Lambert, Coming up here on the Mark Hoke Show. Boy, it's the best in pro wrestling. And like I said, we got some giveaways for you. Chances to meet Sergeant Slaughter. Go to the Impact TV tapings. It's going to be a blast of a show. So stick around for more. We're going to get Jeremy Lambert on the line from Fightful.com here in just a bit. So stick around for more on the Mark Hoke Show. We'll be right back.
Vegas Toy Show coming March 4th and 5th at the Ahern Hotel and Convention Center in Las Vegas. Vegas Toy Show features vendors and celebrities, including our friend Sergeant Slaughter. The WWF Hall of Famer will be joining the Vegas Toy Show. He's joined by Peter Colin, Ron Perlman, Eric Estrada, and many more. Visit VegasToyShow.com for more celebrity guests presented by the Pop Shack, a House of Cars entertainment production. 101.5 FM K-Don. Las Vegas. This is Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling is coming to Sin City this weekend at Samstown Casino. And if you think you got a show this time, hell, you ain't seen nothing yet. Tickets are on sale now. Go to ImpactWrestling.com for more details. 101.5 FM K-Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment from around the planet. Of course, the best show in the multiverse, even though I'm making a fight with our next guest about that because he does a couple of shows of his own. But we are... Very excited to welcome to the Mark Hoke Show from Fightful.com, Jeremy Lambert. Jeremy, how are you this morning? I'm I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? We don't have to fight. It, it's all it's all love here in the wrestling media world. There you go. There you go. Did, did you get any sleep last night, by the way? Uh, I think I went to bed at 3 a.m. after oh. New Japan and after I wrapped up all of my work, so... I, I, I maybe got five hours of sleep. I got kids as well. I don't, you don't sleep when you have kids. So I got about five, a good, a solid five hours. Oh, good for you. At least you, I think, <laughs> I, I think that's about what I pulled off too. Something like that. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a long night for everybody. Holy cow. I was thinking about uh, you. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, he's got to cover the rest of the new Japan show too and get everything up on fightful.com. And I'm like, oh Lord, this, this dude's not going to be awake tomorrow. <laughs> No, no. Fortunately, you're on you're on West Coast, and so I was able to to sleep in a little bit. If you know, if I had to be up at eight a.m. my time, I probably just would have stayed up the rest of the night. I would have been like, "All right, forget it. I'll just I'll just pull an all nighter, and I'll come on and act like a, a zombie." So I'm a little less zombified. There you but go. we got a great team at Fightful who who helps me out. Yes, you do. That's for sure. And guys, if you haven't checked out Fightful.com, great, unbelievable wrestling coverage in MMA. So head on over there. Uh, Jeremy, first, let me ask you, let's let's start going through the Elimination Chamber first. And what an interesting night this was, to say the least. And before we get to the main event, I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on some of the matches on the rest of the card. Because as I went through watching that last night, it was kind of a interesting evening that I thought it got better as it went. You know what I mean? It just... I. I the women's match was okay, and as the night built up, it just seemed to get better and better as it went along. What did, what did you think about the card last night? I thought it was a good show overall. I mean, we'll we'll talk about the main event here in a second, but even leading into the main event, I thought it was a good show. Crowd was hot for everything. That always helps when when it comes to these shows. But the women's chamber, they had some some really good spots. Uh, I, I like the the story they told with Liv, and she continues to just be uh, a complete psycho but in the best way and you know she's not going to tap out or anything she wants all the challenges and oscar winning thought was the right call there the the men's chamber i'm glad montez ford is actually okay and that was just done to get logan paul in the chamber but theory winning was the predictable move but i guess the right call if they're setting up something big for for wrestlemania 
Brock and Lashley was the one that confused me a little bit because they did a DQ finish and maybe they're setting up something else for Mania with them. But then Bray called out the winner on SmackDown. So I'll be interested to see where that goes. And then Edge and, and Beth against Rhea and Finn. I thought Rhea and Finn should have won that match. But I understand you give Beth and Edge the big, the big win in Canada. But overall, like a good show leading up to the main event. But everyone was there anticipating the main event. Yeah, it was – you could just tell the, the crowd was a lot – I mean, I was watching the pre-show, and they were already saying bad, bad things about Roman Reigns. So <laughs> crowd was hot. Crowd was hot. You, you miss those hot wrestling crowds. It's, it feels like it's been a while for WWE. They, they've been there for the, the big major events. Uh, certainly during the, the Triple H era, it feels like it's been there a little bit more. But, man, when a wrestling crowd is hot like that, it's something special. Yes, it is. I, I was – comparing that last night to the CM Punk John Cena Money in the Bank match night in Chicago. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that that's what it reminded me of. I I was trying to think of a another crowd that was that hot recently and really that was that was the only thing I could come up with. It was just that incredible. Yeah, I I'm trying to think Punk and, and Cena in Chicago definitely AEW has some some really hot crowds uh when it comes to their stuff. Uh, you know, Punk it, it returned to Chicago at, at All Out was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the way, like the the magnitude of Roman in that hostile environment, the hometown hero and Sami Zayn, like it's been a minute for WWE, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, just kind of wrap it, putting a bow around the rest of the card. You know, first we we got Oscar and Bianca Belair with Oscar with her renewed crazy personality. Uh, should be a pretty interesting match headed up at WrestleMania. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing a re-energized Asuka taking on Bianca Belair. It should be a fun match. Oh, I love Asuka. When she came back as with the with the nod to Kana at Royal Rumble, I was very excited for that. Uh, yeah, that should be a great match. I am interested. I wonder if Becky and Bailey get in there and make that a four-way. I don't know what their plans are for Becky and Bailey at WrestleMania, but you got to think they're going to be in some type of big match. And depending on what they have, I could see them being slotted in there, working their way in there to make that a four way at WrestleMania. But if it's just Bianca and Asuka like that, that should be a fantastic match. Bianca has been a special WrestleMania performer thus far. Yeah. And I was a little confused about the whole thing with Lesnar and, and Lashley with a, a DQ finish like that. And and what really made this weird was what, what you mentioned about what happened on SmackDown, that Bray Wyatt had said that the winner of that match had, needs to run. And, you know, you get a DQ in there, and you're kind of wondering, well, is Bray going to show up? And, I mean, that one, as good as some of the storylines are in WWE right now, this one seems a little muddled at this point. I, I thought going into the match that they could do something a little wacky. I, I didn't think a DQ, but some type of uh, like schmoz or kind of overbooked ref bump uh, finish to set up a fight pit match at WrestleMania between Brock and, and Bobby. But then when Bray said he was looking forward to the winner on SmackDown, it's like, oh, okay, we're going to get a clean winner on uh, uh, at Elimination Chamber. And then where Bray will come out and do the, the Uncle Howdy lights or whatever you want to do to set it up, but Bray's going to move on and face the winner at WrestleMania. So I was very surprised by the DQ finish, and now we'll see where it goes from here. They got some options, but crowd didn't like the finish. Fortunately, Brock just destroying people. Everyone loves that, so they were able to turn things back around with <laughs> Canada's favorite son 
uh, minus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar destroying everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was, it, it'll be very interesting to see where that one turns out. And then, you know, we did have some breakout performances last night. And it almost seemed like there was, even the announcers had a little bit of an attitude about Bronson Reed and, uh, you know, coming back and, and the NXT guys, Johnny Gargano, you know, the black and gold era of NXT, those wrestlers making such a great showing in there after, you know, they, some have been sent packing. So I, you know, I thought it was pretty cool that they really did feature those guys well. And Montez Ford looked really good. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering where the rest, where all those guys are going to head for WrestleMania. It's going to be, that that's going to be fun too. I, they needed this performance from like Gargano and Reed because they've been very cold since returning and, and Reed, you know, he came in a little bit later than Gargano. Gargano has been back since like August. Yeah. And I don't feel like he's done anything of note. Like we fell in love with Johnny Gargano because like Johnny wrestling, he was having just great match after great match. And then with the way stuff at the end of his NXT run, like he proved he can do some character work and thing, which it was cool and everything. But like, we're like, when do we get to see the Johnny wrestling on the main roster? And we finally saw some of it last night. And Bronson, he's been, he was off television like shortly after his return and everything, and then didn't do a whole lot. So he needed this performance as well. Now, of course, it's about following up because if they're just going to be off television or doing stuff with the Miz, who I like, Miz is great. Uh, shout out to him for his half court shot that didn't count in the All Star game. Yeah, uh, but like, if they're just going to be off television or just doing more comedy stuff, it's like, uh, that, like this is not who these guys are so much. So that was a great performance by them, Montez. I thought they should just call it an audible and like just put this title on Montez. This dude has everything, oh. everything you could want in a star. And if he is not like a singles champion by the end of the year. Something has to go wrong, or they they missed the boat on this because he looks ready right now. Yeah, it, it has been amazing to see him. You know, he, he transformed his body, and and just when you thought he couldn't get faster and stronger, he just you know he, he took that little bit of time away, and all of a sudden, boom! He he looks like a Greek god out there. It is absolutely phenomenal to see what he can do in the ring right now, and uh, you know, so we'll we'll see what they do with Montez soon and. You know, maybe we'll get something with uh, with him and his his wife. That would be quality entertainment. They they seem like they want to stay away a little bit. They're doing the reality show together, but on television, they seem like they don't want to go like full into the pairing. Which I can I can respect that. If you're going to do it, make it meaningful. Like the Street Profits are still great. I think Angela Dawkins has been like one of the the best performers who has flown under the radar yeah. in, in the past couple of years because everyone talks about Montez, and like, rightfully so. He's awesome. But Angelo Dawkins is just as good uh, as Montez and, like, holds his own. It's not a uh, – people like the, the Sean and Marty comparison right. there. It's not that. Like, Dawkins can hold his own in there. And the Street Profits still got some life to him. But at some point, I think we all know, like, Montez feels like that big breakout single star. Yeah, and of course, uh, we're on with Jeremy Lambert from Fightful.com here on the Mark Hoke Show. And, of course, we had the, the Logan Paul run-in, too, uh, kind of setting the stage once again for him taking on Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And and honestly, if you're going to put Logan Paul in with somebody at WrestleMania in Los Angeles, I don't know if there's a better choice than going with Seth Rollins, a guy who's a veteran and can knows how to handle the media attention. Uh, should be, I think it's going to be a great match. And I think the lead up with these two should be quite entertaining. 
Oh, I mean, you mentioned the the media stuff. Like the match is going to be fantastic because Logan Paul has proven himself, and Seth Rollins is one of the best in the world. But Seth, he was he did a lot of Super Bowl media week stuff. He was on Radio Row Row on Super Bowl week. He is so good in the media because he'll give you like the uh, very distinct, pointed, like real life answers that wrestling fans like that well, that like the dirt want to hear. And then he will do like the character stuff with the laugh that everyone loves. And like, he will play into that as well. He's going to be on like talk shows and just doing a bunch of interviews and stuff. And he's going to be so quotable and he's going to do so good when it comes to the promotion, everything. It's going to be fan. That's what I'm looking forward to most. Forget the match. I'm ready to listen to 300 Seth Rollins interviews leading up to WrestleMania. (laughs) Should be a lot of fun. So let's get to the main event. And it was very interesting to see some of the reaction on social media about the ending. Uh, a lot of people were you know, some up and some up and down, but the match itself, I tell you, I I cannot remember a more drama filled match in maybe the last at least five years. I mean, this was the the crowd for Sammy and the the open with them just standing there for five minutes, you know, letting the crowd just get it all out before they finally started wrestling. And then you had all the drama with Jimmy and Jay and Kevin coming in and the, the double ref bumps. This was a very special night and a special match to say the least. Oh, it was again, the anticipation was huge. I will to, to correct an earlier point, shout out to Cardiff Wales. Uh, when drew challenged for the title at clash of the castle, the crowd was very hot. Yeah. for that match and for drew not quite on montreal level but that that was a, a hot crowd for that but yeah, last night ah the crowd was just ready for Sami Zayn. he got the big reaction on smackdown and like an even bigger reaction at elimination chamber the fact that they just stood there for five minutes and did <laughs> nothing and the crowd was still chanting and cheering uh the entire time like just said how special of a moment this was and then the match itself was you knew it was going to have the run-ins and everything. That's all part of the story. I was surprised to see Jimmy there. I think a lot of people were because Heyman told him to stay home, get a TV perspective. And there were the very real legal issues uh, with Jimmy's past and everything. So I don't think many people expected him to be there. Jay showing up was a big part of the story. And then KO at the end and Heyman getting involved and everything. But it had the drama that you were expecting for this match when it comes to the, the run-ins and the ref bumps and everything. And then they take all of that out. Roman, when Roman blew him the kiss as Sammy was trying to get to him before the match and Roman's laughing and like taunting his wife and everything. He's like, this man is such a jerk. This man is so, so good. Uh, Roman, Roman is, he really is on a different level when it comes to some of this stuff. And, and the drama having with Sammy having his wife at ringside and Roman trash talking her. And you could just tell, she, I mean, she was teared up from the start of this too. And yeah. boy, boy, you almost sat there and wondered. I mean, you know, you and I you know, follow wrestling a lot and we, as much as it would have been fun to have Sammy win, we knew he wasn't going to win last night, but you just, everything was pointing to it. And they did such a great job, even with, even with her and, and everyone involved that you just were like, Oh man, this, this might actually happen. And it didn't, but what a, what an incredible writing job by these guys putting this match together just with the emotion. And I mean, this was, this was high level soap opera type stuff. I, I thought Sammy should have won. And I know, like, like you said, like 
it didn't seem like it was going to happen. The story is obviously there with, with Cody beating Roman at WrestleMania. Man, they had a chance last night with that crowd and how hot Sammy has become and everything. Like I thought they should have just gone with it, figure out the rest going into WrestleMania because there were multiple ways you could have gone. You could have gone with Roman and Jay at WrestleMania. That still would have felt like a big match given the history between those two. That just felt like such a missed moment. And I felt really bad for Sammy at the press conference oh. when he's talking about, like, I just feel, like, strangely detached. And, like, this was very real to him. I know, like, wrestling fans are like, oh, it's all it's, uh, it's scripted and everything. Like, they know who's going to win and whatnot. But it's like, this is still – these moments and these titles and these stories, like, they mean something to these performers. And when you have a chance to make a, make somebody – like this and do something special like this. And it doesn't happen. Like you do feel bad for these guys. And I felt so bad for Sammy at that press conference. Cause he did not come in there. Like, you know, we created something special. Everything was great. Like, everything we did was great. Like, even though I lost, like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is still great. He's like, no, like I wanted to win. Like I, I really wanted to win this match. And I feel like I just let everyone down. I didn't win. He has no control over it, but I felt so bad for him. But, it was it was a special match still, even though Sammy should have won. Yeah, I I did too. When I when I watched that press conference, you know, he came in and at the end, and when that was all over, and said it was, you know, he felt very strange, and and it, he started to get feel a little better as it went on, but it, you know, you hate to see a missed opportunity, and and I don't know, you know. We still have WrestleMania coming up, and I said that on Twitter last night. Hang in there. There's there's more to come. And But, boy, I tell you, it's just when you have a situation like that with the guys in this hometown, you have a, such an incredible drama. People, this is probably the best storyline that WWE's had in years. And for Sammy, it was like you, you, you're watching a romance movie where this guy has this girl that comes in and out of his life for a few years. And he ends up with somebody else in the end and everything. But, you know, he should have been with that girl. You know what I mean? It just had that kind of feeling to it. And I, I, I'm, I'm so torn on it because I know there's a plan. And, I, and you got to trust what WWE Creative is going to do with this. But uh, it just feels like something was like there's 95% of it there. But that 5% that you just wanted at the end didn't happen. You know, I, I, it, it's, it's one of the weirdest feelings I've ever had at the end of a wrestling match. Oh, my, my wife was completely like dejected. She, she knows the deal with everything. And she was just like, I don't even watch this stuff anymore. Like she was so hooked wow. on Sammy winning. She, she went to bed last night so mad. And I was like, Oh, I feel like she was like me after like the, the abs losing the playoffs or something. Like I was like, you, you are very invested in, in wrestling right now. And she's like, I don't even want to watch anymore. Like, this is how people were, were feeling. Like it, it was amazing the way they hooked everybody with this story and were hooked on uh, Sammy winning everything. And I tried to warn her and I tried to warn everybody. I was like, Sammy's probably not going to win. It's like, doesn't matter. Sammy should have won. Yeah. So, well, we'll, we'll see where all this goes and we'll talk about that more. And of course we got the battle in the Valley happened in new Japan too. Uh, so we're going to have more with Jeremy Lambert and on the other side of the break, I want to thank you for coming along. Make sure you check out Fightful.com. Terrific site. Articles all over the place about last night and so much more. So, Jerry, we'll have you back here in just a sec. Stick around for more, everybody, on the Mark Hoke Show. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. 
We'll be right back. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets, or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. 101.5 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show, the number one pro wrestling show in Vegas and around the world. Very happy to have you joining us this morning on KDWN 101.5 FM. And by the way, quick reminder, of course, you're also listening to us on 720 AM. That is going to be going away soon. So our signal is just going to be on 101.5 FM. So you get to hear us in crystal clear stereo all the time. And, of course, don't forget, you know, when Double or Nothing comes up, we've got Jeremy Lambert and the Fightful team. You know, they may want to go somewhere to eat, and we can all go to Unique Eats over there on 3100 South Durango, Suite 100. Unbelievable breakfasts, pasta, award-winning pizzas. They're now doing dinner on Thursday nights. If you're driving around Vegas right now, what are you waiting for? Say hi to celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his team over there. You're going to have the best service in town. Once again, it's Unique Eats on 3100 South Durango, and you can check out the menu at uniqueeatslv.com. We do catering as well, smoothie bar, vegetarian, whatever you need, they've got it at Unique Eats. All right, let's get back to Jeremy Lambert. Jeremy, you know, when you guys get here for Double or Nothing, we'll all go to Unique Eats. How's that sound? I That sounds great. I've never been to Vegas, so I need to get out there at some point. Sean Rossap, he he's the one who typically – goes to see these big events. So maybe I'll, I'll talk him into to letting me go. My value is more at home covering everything from from a, the home base. But I do need to go out to Vegas at some point, especially for a big weekend like Double or Nothing weekend. Yeah, what are you doing, man? And, uh, you know what? I'm going to I am gonna tweet Mr. Sapp after the show. and I'm gonna, And I'm going to tell him, get you and your wife out here for, for Double or Nothing, and we'll all have a great time. All right. Tony's got to pay for a babysitter and, and everything, and then we'll we'll be cooking. Okay. No, I, I, <laughs> I actually I actually know people in the Raleigh area. We'll see what we can work out for you, bud. Um, so, well, let's get to the aftermath of this whole thing. As we head to WrestleMania now, Sammy is lost, and Roman is still the champion. We still got Cody Rhodes hanging out there waiting for his shot, and you know it's almost like some people are wanting to push Cody aside. Where does all this go? I mean, I can't imagine what they've got in store at WrestleMania. 
Cody is so popular, and I think people underestimated how popular Cody was, especially the the ones pushing for for Sammy to win. Because when Cody came back at Rumble, still got a big reaction. Night on on Raw, big reaction. Like he moves tickets, he moves merchandise. This is not a situation of like Danielson in in 2014, where it's like, yeah, we don't really want Batista. We're booing Rey Mysterio because Danielson uh, is not in in this Royal Rumble. Like Cody is still probably the biggest star in the company outside of Roman. So I don't think he's going to get like booed to that level. But after watching Elimination Chamber, like there is a possibility that fans are like, wait a second, like we kind of did want Sammy in this spot. So I think Cody, I assume he's going to be on Raw. I assume he's going to, what do you guys want to talk about? And he's going to have to cut a really good promo to turn this like fully on his side. And I have faith that Cody can actually do this because he's excellent at professional wrestling, but he's going to have to really deliver a strong promo to get things around to where they're not booing for Sammy and they're resenting Cody because Sammy did not win. Yeah, this is going to be a mess. And, and uh, by the way, my co-host Joe DeFalco is uh, just on the line now. Joe, we got you there. I'm here. All right. Can you hear me? I sure Hello, can. How are you? Go ahead, Joe. Doing all Doing all right, trying to get this clean feed working. It seems like through the phone, uh, had issues on my computer, but it seems like this way works fine. All right, great. Well, Joe, uh, you know your thoughts on what we were just talking about about where does this all go from here now with with Cody and and Sammy and and the Bloodline? Well, you know, I watched yesterday, and obviously they're in Montreal and Sami Zayn, and it was like I said last week. I, I think, unfortunately, because of the situation, they they forced everything to kind of get Sami out of the way, and, and and I'm not sure that was the right direction to go. But WrestleMania is there, and they decided Cody's going to be the guy, and and you know, I guess rightfully so. But they, they they had the diamond in the rough with Sammy, and I think this story could have been told even longer if WrestleMania wasn't coming up in a month, that this was would have continued for a while. But it's like, okay, Cody's back. Let's get him in. And I think it took a little bit away from what everything they were going to do with the Bloodline storyline. What do, what do you think of that, uh, Jeremy? I, I could see that. Like, I don't know how much life Sammy had in the bloodline as still being the guy taking the bullets the entire time. I don't know if you could have extended that past WrestleMania. It it was fitting that it ended and he got the match in Montreal. And I don't think the bloodline story like is fully over because you still have the stuff with, with Jay and Jimmy and Sammy and Kevin. I'm very interested to see how that plays out because Jay didn't make a decision last night. He did not he did not hit Sammy with the chair. He didn't hit Roman with the chair. Sammy hit him with the inadvertent spear, and now I'm interested to see like where Jay leans. We all think it's going to be Sammy and Kevin against the Usos. Solo still looms there, so there's still some life with Sammy and, and the Bloodline stuff. I mean, I still think yes, Sammy Sammy Zayn should have won last night, and they could have really created that moment with Sammy. But there's still life with Blood, and Sammy said as much in the press conference. He's like, we still we still have uh, some legs here. Yeah, and I I think one thing everybody's got to remember is. We've got two nights at WrestleMania. There are infinite possibilities that could happen with that show being two days. That something could happen on night one and carry it over to night two. And you know this this is going to be a very interesting WrestleMania weekend, to say the least. 
Uh, now, I wanted to make sure that we got to talk about New Japan because, you know, you stayed up all night watching it, Jeremy. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously Mercedes Monet winning the uh, IWGP Women's Championship, uh, a huge moment there. And, uh, you know, they had that place sold out. Uh, you know, and obviously some other terrific matches on there, too. Uh, just uh, give us a – we got about uh, two and a half minutes-ish. So give me a little rundown on what happened last night. Uh, outside of Mercedes Monet winning the IWGP Women's title against Kyrie, which was a fantastic match. Everyone should go out there and check it out. If you have missed Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet being in the ring since she hasn't wrestled since May, she proved why she is the best American women's wrestler probably in history. Uh, the other big thing was Jay White losing to Eddie Kingston, and now Jay White is out of New Japan. And according to all the reports, he's a free agent. Is he going to go to AEW, WWE? We, we shall see. But Jay White's a big get for somebody. And Mercedes closing the show with Okada. That was a big stamp by New Japan for, yeah. uh, for Mercedes because Okada is, I mean, he's the face of the company. It's like, hey, like he's now out here celebrating with Mercedes. She interrupted his celebration yeah. so they could come out and she'd be like, look, I'm here. Like we can be team, team money, rainmaker, moneymaker. Like here we go. So that they put Mercedes over big on this show. And you got to think she's going to play a big role in the expansion of new Japan in America and just wrestling in new Japan in Japan and stardom. So it's a big night for Mercedes Monet and, and the crew as her fan base is called. Yeah. So a, a wild night on that. And if you haven't checked that out, definitely worth seeing for sure. I, so, and Jeremy, I want to give you a chance to tell everybody if they aren't familiar with Fightful, you know, tell us, tell everybody a little bit about the site and what you guys have going on. Uh, it is, it is Fightful.com. Uh, you might read reports from one Sean Ross Sapp, who is aggregated a lot. I think he is the absolute best when it comes to breaking news and, and getting the scoops, as people like to say. So we do a bunch of work over there. Me personally, I do a bunch of just news work of transcribing interviews and just writing various news bits. I also run FightfulOverbooked.com, which is our YouTube channel where we have a lot of extra content. I do a lot of independent wrestling stuff, interviewing uh, independent wrestlers. And then I have a show on Thursdays at 9.30 a.m. called The Spotlight, where we talk about all the wrestling world and have an interview with either a wrestling content creator or a wrestler who is typically an independent wrestler, but sometimes Impact uh, and other, other companies as well. So I'm very busy. I, I do a lot of work. I think we do the best work in the business, if I can put us over a little bit. But thank you, Mark. I appreciate you, you having us on and or having me on and giving me a chance to talk wrestling here. Absolutely. And thank you for everything you did for us. We certainly do appreciate it. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert 88 and at Fightful.com. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. All right. There you go. Jeremy Lambert on the show. And when we come back, we're going to hear from Deanna Perrazzo of Impact Wrestling, myself, Joe DeFalco, doing the thing here on the Mark Hoke Show. And by the way, chance to win right now. Give us a call, 702-257-5396, 702-257-5396, and you can win two tickets to the Impact Fallout. So start dialing that phone, 702-257-5396. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. 
And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.